Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Uh, excited that you all come back and join me for another episode. And the voice that you heard back there is Farnoosh Tarabi. How are you Hi, doing? Hi, Chris. I'm well. I love popcorn finance. It's so brilliant. I love microwave popcorn, too. It's. I don't know if and it's a not very snack, good right? for you, though. I hear. Don't say you can't. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed to like make it over the stove or whatever. But I'm a big fan of microwave popcorn. Oh, me too. You know, I have an air popper, so I think I'm trying to. Okay, you're, it helps you're, me you're good. To, you're healthy. You're safe. I just pour a bunch of oil and sugar and salt on it anyway. Yeah. So fat is the new fat. I don't know. Everyone's like <laughs> on a full fat diet now. I can't keep up anymore with what's what you're supposed to do or not do. Yeah. I've been on that diet for years, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I'm on trend. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate you uh, letting me come into your space because right Thank now you. we're recording inside of Stack's house yeah. out here in Los Angeles, and it's a, a beautiful place. It's, um, as I've heard you refer to it, a pop-up with a purpose, and the purpose is to empower women financially. Yes. And, well, let me, first let me give everyone a little background. For those of you who, who aren't familiar with Farnoosh and, wh- and who you are and what you do, <laughs> so you're the host of the very popular podcast, So Money. You're also the author of When She Makes More. And dabbler in stand-up comedy. I'm trying, Chris. <laughs> I have recently discovered a passion for comedy. It's not It's not like a discovery. I think I always was that person who loved to watch comedy. I would go to all the comedy. When I moved to New York City, I would go to a comedy show as often as I could. Always so impressed and fascinated and and you know, intrigued by the whole process. I've, I'm not a, I'm not shy on stage. You know, I did all the theater stuff growing up, but there's something really scary about putting yourself out on a stage with a microphone, testing out your jokes in front of an audience. You have to really be cool with rejection Mm, and vulnerability. And it was always like a bucket list item for me. And I finally just decided life is too short. Let's do it. And I took a comedy uh, class, a stand-up comedy class last summer. The culmination of that being you had to get on a stage in front of hundreds of people and do your act. Five minutes, six minutes. And I didn't bomb. You can Google it. You can YouTube it. Really? Yeah, Gotham okay. Comedy, Farnoosh Tarabi. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, and you're welcome. Um, well, you know, I want to ask you, this is my first question for you here. What's scarier, starting a pop-up halfway across, or not halfway, all the way across all the, the way, country, yes. or your first stand-up experience? Definitely the pop-up, because there are more... There's more at stake, mm. you know? Like, if I, if I bomb on stage, it's just my ego, you know? <laughs> I'm not trying to make a career of this. Mm. Although, hey, if anyone like to hire me, you know, I am interested in those conversations. But it's more just a passion project. And Sax House definitely is a passion play, but it's also, you know, a self-funded. Me and my two co-founders, we put a lot of our, um, not a lot, but we put substantial, you know, money behind this. Our reputations, <laughs> our uh, hopes and dreams, and. It's like, you know, giving birth to a a child, you know, you have a lot of hopes and dreams for this and you want to guide it. But there are some things you just can't control, such as the reception to what you've built. And there is a lot of learning along the way, things you can't anticipate. And it's been a journey. And so to answer your question, I think that starting a business, (laughs) which is essentially what this is, is much scarier, far more at risk than, you know, getting on a stage, but maybe others would disagree. So you mentioned your co-founder. So uh, you started this with Kendra and Patience. Yes. And so for, for those of I, I forgot, this is a podcast. People can't see where we're at. No. <laughs> Pop-up experience is 
I'm going to explain it, and then you're probably going to do a much better job of explaining what it actually is. But I see it as a, it's like an experience. You come to this building, a large building, and yes. there are different sections or different rooms within yes. this building. And each has like a theme and a feel to it. And it's great places to take pictures. But then also what I liked about it was you're kind of sneaking in some financial education in there at the same mm-hmm. time. So while you're in there kind of, you know, enjoying this spot to take a nice picture, there's also quizzes. And there's also uh, like experiences you can do. Literacy. To kind of so, you know, right now, pop-ups are very much a cultural rage. You know, Museum of Ice Cream, Museum of Pizza, 29 Rooms, Color Factory. And I think part of what's fueling that is people are really craving the in-real-life experience. We've been so much... We've been very busy online yes. that now we want to get out of our homes and we want to meet people again. <laughs> and also, but not to forget, you know, social media is still a big part of how we communicate and how we engage. And so um, these pop-ups that have done so well, like Color Factory, like Museum of Ice Cream, they provide these over-the-top experiences that are extremely shareable. Mm. So you're experiencing it, but then it's something that you can photograph and preserve and then share with your friends. And it gives you something to do. And it's unique. And so we thought, let's build off of that already established cultural excitement around pop-ups that are often just centered around something already celebratory. Like who doesn't want to get behind ice cream? I mean, everyone loves ice cream. Unless you're lactose intolerant. Like even then you like try to find a way to make it work. This is a pop-up with a purpose, Saks House, where we are still giving you that over the top, this is 11,000 square feet here, over the top, sensory filled experience beautiful experience that you can photograph you can make videos you can come and experience it with friends but we want you to walk away feeling like you actually learned something Mm. we're celebrating financial freedom here but we're also giving you some resources some steps some advice we have programming here as well you know we're sitting on stage Mm. where just this morning we had Carrie Schwab Pomeranz daughter of Charles Schwab come and talk about how women can get ahead with investing and answered audience questions related to getting out of debt and managing money. And so we see this as not just a fun place to hang out and take cool pictures, but also a place to learn and a place to ground you and a place to kind of provoke critical thinking around our our financial matters. So yeah, it's a pop-up with a purpose and we're really proud of it. I think the main purpose that I've seen mentioned as well is to support women on their journey to becoming financially free. Right. And so what does that mean for you? And what is it that you hope that people, specifically women, get when they come into Stacks House? So, you know, women arrive here and men are invited to everyone in between. It was designed with women in mind because we know that women have a lot of we have, we're, we're behind on, on money levels, the confidence gap, the income gap, uh, the investing gap. And we also know that in the next decade, there's going to be this massive transference of wealth from the old generation to the current generation, trillions of dollars and two thirds of the people receiving that money will be women. So we want to be ready for that. And so we wanted to design this space to meet women wherever they are in their financial lives. You know, whether you have no, you feel you have absolutely no basic concepts of like how money works or you uh, want like a 201 version or you want an AP advanced placement (laughs) version of money. We hope that Saks House will give something to everybody. We have these beacons in every room 
where you can tap in to get some more literacy on debt management, on investing, on um, how to make more money, etc. We also have programming that really does deep dive conversations on things like the, you know, the wealth gap, but even more specifically, the the racial wealth gap and how to start investing when you are living paycheck to paycheck. Can that even be a possibility for you? And so we hope that we're providing all things to all people. We see a void in the marketplace where, you know, you have a podcast, I have a podcast, there's books, there's content, there's videos. We're in a really interesting place right now with financial content. There's a yeah. lot of it. It's a sea of it. Yeah. And I love that. But what is missing is the experience, right? And money can feel really intimidating and you can feel like you're ma- trying to manage your money in this um, in this sort of silo where you don't know who to talk to. You don't know how to broach the topic. So to have an, a place where you can experience it and also meet people, we think that's really missing from the movement mm. and we're hoping to fill that gap. And so for the people listening, if they want to experience Tax House, you're not only coming to Los Angeles, is that right? Are there going to be other stops on we this? We want to tour the country. Yeah, we are looking at cities like Detroit and Austin and Minneapolis and New York City, mm. where all, all our founders live. And yeah, we want this to be our first stop, LA. Oh, nice. So if people want to kind of keep up with you, keep up with Stacks House so they know what's going on, yeah. what's the best way to do that? Or even if there's things you have going on that you want to let everyone know about? Oh, thank you. Well, StacksHouse.com is a great place to learn about what we're up to. I want to throw a, a discount for all your listeners. Oh, you can use the girl boss code and get 40% off oh, tickets. Thank you. Uh, just go to stackshouse.com forward slash tickets. And you can go to our Instagram feed at stackshouse. <laughs> you see a theme here. Uh, it's all stackshouse, stackshouse. And we would love to hear from you. If you live in a, if you don't live in LA, but you think your city would be perfect for something like this, you know, we really want to crowdsource this as much as possible. So that we're, you know, giving people what they want because, you know, we're three founders. We we're passionate about this. We feel we are um, have our ears and eyes to the ground of what's happening, but we only know so much, right? We need everyone else to inform us, to tell us what's important. And again, you know, people who go through Stacks House as they take our quizzes and as they uh, learn about financial literacy through our beacons, we're learning about them too, you know, and that's data that we're going to look at anonymously, of course, and and be able to understand where people's needs really lie financially. Perfect. And I'll put all that in the show notes so other people can uh, easily go and check out what you have going on. So thank you. Appreciate you coming and joining me here. Love having you here. here. Absolutely. You're always welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.